Hey everyone, welcome to Locked on Lakers for Monday. Brian Kamenetsky, Andy Kamenetsky. More signs that the Lakers are interested in a sign-and-trade to ship D'Angelo Russell out of town? That's next. You are Locked on Lakers. Your daily Los Angeles Lakers podcast. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network. Your team every day. Thanks to everybody for making Locked on Lakers first listen of every day, Monday through Friday, no matter how or where you get your podcasts. It's always going to be free. It's never going to be behind a paywall on Locked on Lakers on YouTube. So we can go to hang out with over 17,000 subscribers to the show. Uh, great place to leave questions, to leave comments. We'll talk a little bit about the reaction uh, that we got from Friday's show, our first draft preview, Andy. One of uh, at least two that are planned. We're going to have uh, hoping to have Mike Garcia on. A great Lakers inside draft guy um, before the 22nd. So that's something for the everydayers to look forward to. So we'll get a little bit of reaction from there. Um, but a lot of those people, Andy, uh, as I let everyone know that today's episode is brought to you by Prize Picks. First time users can receive a 100% instant deposit match with up to $100 on the promo code locked in, uh, locked on, I should say. That's prizepicks.com, promo code locked on. A lot of the people... Really quick, uh, speaking of Locked On and all the promotions and all that, I uh, want to give a quick shout-out and thank you to... On Saturday was the ESPN LA 710 Mandy Awards. Um, Brian and I do a lot of work with uh, the radio station in, in LA, the ESPN affiliate, and we met a lot of people who were Locked On, list, locked on Lakers listeners, really complimentary of the show, and... Obviously, we we were not the reason you guys came out to that. Everyone was out there for the Mandy's, but a lot of people there saying great things about the show. So thank you, appreciate it a lot. Yeah, very much. It was cool to meet all uh, all these people and see a lot of the people who are you know hopefully part of this kind of board. Uh, you know, people who are regular commenters and and interacting on that page. It's a great page um, with like actual. It's like it's a non toxic basketball. Yeah conversation which is a rarity uh, in any kind of social media so please keep it up <laughs> we really appreciate it don't have to agree with each other um you know and a lot of disagreement across the page but let's keep it civil it's a, it's a really really fun place right now we try to interact with you guys as much as we can too so if you ask us questions we will use them on the show we'll certainly answer them on the uh, lock on lakers page um so andy whether it's from uh you know, we've seen it from ESPN. We've seen it from the Athletic. Jake Fisher now at, at, at Yahoo, talking um, in different ways about potential scenarios. Obviously, with Chris Paul, um, but also sign in trade scenarios that you know the Lakers might be interested in with D'Angelo Russell to move him out of town and bring somebody else in. Uh, and in this case, you know, Fisher talking about uh, over the weekend the possibility even of D'Lo for Chris Paul as part of a sign-and-trade, making it work that way. Yeah, part of uh, Fisher's report said, quote, would Phoenix take Russell for Paul? The Suns held discussions with the Timberwolves regarding Paul prior to the trade deadline, sources told Yahoo Sports, before Minnesota found a new home for him with the Lakers. Phoenix has also coveted Wolves center Nas Reed and trade talk. Sources said Lakers, I think, also would covet Nas Reed, if Good for luck. no other reason than to uh, prevent him from 
continually killing the Lakers, which is what it seems like the last couple of years he's done. He's a tall he Jose play. Calderon, Andy. Yeah, in a lot of ways. He, or, or a JJ Barea. <laughs> yeah, for the people who've been uh, watching the Lakers for a couple decades or so, continuing with Fisher, Russell is known to be close friends with Booker, plus the Lakers are said to be exploring sign-and-trade possibilities for Russell for Los Angeles and Phoenix losing Russell by free agency or waiving Paul would sacrifice a $30 million salary slot that feels all the more precious while staring down a daunting new second apron in the league's upcoming collective bargaining agreement. These decisions are not ones to make on a whim, and that's why Phoenix and Paul have be begun discussing different alternatives roughly three weeks before free agency begins. It's... Look, I, I will say the mechanics of acquiring, and you know, you, if you sign it, you know, unless there's something here I'm missing, the Lakers would have to take Chris Paul's thirty million dollars salary. There's um, nothing you're yes, missing. Sir. They would be I, taking it. the The final year of Chris Paul's deal, though, for twenty four twenty five, that is fully non guaranteed. Mm -hmm. So the Lakers would be taking on one thirty million dollar contract one year of Chris Paul guaranteed on the books and then they would have the ability to waive him outright in the 2024 offseason right and maybe start over with a different contract whatever it might be um paying him that kind of money and i i for people when we talked about it last week like i am an advocate of chris paul on the team he is not the cp of old but he is not garbage either i think there's there's a healthy middle ground where where cp is still an effective player particularly if you're slotting him as a guy who really is there to help get the best out of LeBron, out of Anthony Davis, especially, and and your you know the the pressure on him from you know is different in terms of carrying a team. He's not doing that anymore. I don't want to pay him thirty million dollars. Particularly, I'd be worried, Andy, about the effect that would have on the rest of the payroll. I, I feel like if you pay Chris Paul thirty million, other sacrifices are going to have to come somewhere else. That could impact the depth, and you can't negatively, in my mind, this is my big concern with Paul, is if, if, with the Lakers getting him. If you get Chris Paul and sacrifice depth or let other players get away, you're taking a really big risk because you need depth to support Chris Paul in the same way you would LeBron or Anthony Davis. Yeah, you've been a bigger advocate of bringing in Chris Paul than I've been, Brian. I'm, like, I'm not outright against it. Andy, but, I wrote that column like 10 years ago. I want to bring it back. <laughs> I've, I've got all you, my CP joins the Lakers stuff ready to go. I cannot begin to tell people how angry I was that because when, when the original trade where Chris Paul was going to go to the Lakers, I believe it was 2011, you know, that came out of nowhere. And at the time, you and I were writing full time for ESPN. Yep. We both had to like hunker down and write these really quick, frankly, pretty long pieces. Yeah. Breaking down what all of this meant for Run across to the other side of the radio station. What does it all mean? We're right. on the, it's like. And you and I both managed to crank out probably around like 1,500, maybe 1,700 words in about an hour or so, which is really hard. It was a current meme. Yeah. <laughs> then all of a sudden, this thing gets squashed because of hashtag basketball reasons hashtag never forget dan gilbert and his whiny comic sans font and all that crap and the transparent rest of the league just not wanting the lakers to have these advantages and david stern not <laughs> wanting just too good a trade well just the laker 
The Lakers would have come out ahead player-wise. Also, they would have come out ahead with their books. David Stern did not like the look of going through this whole lockout that was all about trying to equalize the playing field for the smaller market teams. And 10 seconds after everyone agrees on the new CBA, Chris Paul is a Laker. Yeah, they they needed... They needed like an hour. Like, yeah. <laughs> give me an hour. How about guys? Can you sit on this for two days? Can mm-hmm. you can you do that for and like no? So, uh, needless to then say, we had to write a whole bunch of new pieces too, right. we had to, and we had to crank those out just as quick. It was it was it was a, a terrible stretch where work work was um, buried and never to be seen again. But I'm sure I still have that those welcome CP3 columns. A, a quick brush up, Andy. <laughs> you know, we'll just go right through them and we'll be good to go. Um, I, the other thing about this is it, that I think is important, and we'll get to some more about Russell. John Hollinger wrote a an interesting story for the Athletic that kind of puts a number value, like a, a price tag, on some of the the free agents um, this offseason, including D'Angelo Russell. Um, and it's instructive for this conversation. But I just think largely the idea that the Lakers are going to be able to 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 better themselves through a sign-in trade involving Russell more than they would be just by signing him and bringing him back is far-fetched to me. Sign-in trades are incredibly difficult to pull off. The rules around them with the CBA in terms of the restrictions that they put on you now make them even harder. I just, I've been surprised before, but I don't think it is ultimately a realistic option. Well, I mean, it obviously depends on who you're bringing back as far as the idea of how much better does it make the Lakers. Mm -hmm. I don't think that a sign-and-traded D'Angelo Russell to Chris Paul at that price necessarily makes the Lakers better. Frankly, I'm not sure swapping out D'Angelo Russell for Chris Paul Mm -hmm. makes the Lakers better, period. I wasn't even just talking about just Phoenix there. I just mean with anybody. I think it's it's really hard to put it together. But in this in this specific scenario, I, I don't know if it – to me, it is something of a – if not a red flag, maybe a reddish flag or like a dark pink flag, something along those lines, that Phoenix – Phoenix obviously has known that Chris Paul could be in decline like from the moment they brought him in because they knew where he was age-wise, where he was in his career or whatever. But they only have – this coming season, theoretically with Chris Paul, where they'd pay him $30 million, then they can get out of his deal the following year. And that they could just opt to keep Paul for one more year, then get out clean, as opposed to either stretching out part of his salary over five years or possibly paying him like $15 million to play for another team. Like, just... Okay, I... yeah, D- just so they could possibly, though, in the in the scenario where they're paying him fifteen million dollars to be somewhere else, it opens up the possibility for a, a non taxpayer mid level, which is twelve million around twelve million dollars. It's nice, but it doesn't necessarily provide groundbreaking cap space either. Particularly when you look at who's on the market, I it feels I don't know sus to me that. Phoenix would be so disinclined to go one more year with Chris Paul that the Lakers would then turn around and jump on the opportunity to do it. 
Okay, I have I have a a response to that. Just, I think you're, a lot of what you're saying is 100% correct. So we'll get to that next. Locked on Lakers is brought to you by BetterHelp and it's easy to get caught up in what everyone else needs from you and not taking that moment that you need to think about what you need from yourself and it's hard to balance being there for your significant other, for your children, your extended family, work and then but again you got to be there for yourself. And we all stretch ourselves too thin at times. We end up feeling burned out, spend a lot of time giving to everyone but yourself, and you need things. And unfortunately, life does not come with a user manual. And when it's not working for you, it's easy to feel stuck and navigating just all these different challenges. And I can personally speak to how much therapy has helped me during a really difficult period in my life for me and my family. And sitting down, talking with someone was huge. BetterHelp has connected over 3 million people with licensed therapists. It's convenient, accessible anywhere, 100% online, no waiting rooms, no traffic, and it's affordable. So just fill out a brief questionnaire to match with a therapist, and if things aren't clicking, you can easily switch to a new therapist anytime. So if you want to live a more empowered life, therapy can help get you there. Visit betterhelp.com slash locked on today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash locked on. Um, before we go on, I do want to give a quick shout out uh, as we we thanked our, our listeners at the beginning of the show. I want to thank our friend uh, CJ Toledano at Follow Through. Um, you see we have Rui Hachimura on the agenda today. I've got my Bluey Hachimura shirt on that uh, CJ was kind enough. I ordered one for my daughter, who's a big Bluey fan. She's four. Uh, and CJ was very cool. Uh, they do awesome stuff over at Follow Through, and he sent me one of these to wear so bluey is a children's cartoon character for people unaware but uh yeah so thanks to cj uh check out follow through follow cj on twitter yeah. you know get that they all it's just awesome stuff that they do over there super duper creative and this was one of his brain children that came up during the playoffs um and uh you might be able to probably still get yourself one of these bluey hachimura t-shirts uh, so it's really important also too now that they keep him because i have a t-shirt <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm geared up and ready for more years of Rui. So we'll try to get to that in a sec. Um, to your point about, yeah, I, I, I think CP at 30 million, you are almost surely setting yourself up for disappointment. Um, again, disappointment at his performance specifically. He's not trash anymore. He is not a $30 million player. Um, if you don't think D'Angelo Russell is worth 25, CP is not worth 30. <laughs> you know, it's just not. Um, and like I said, I'd be concerned about the depth you'd almost certainly be giving up by having to pay him that much. My what depth really quick. I don't think I don't think the Lakers would I think if the Lakers have to pay uh 30 million for Chris Paul, they will cut cost somewhere else. They will not sign a different player. They will not bring back a certain free agent. Their price point for what would be acceptable for Hachimura or for, you know, if, if you know, if, if it means, you know, potentially bringing back the league piece, whatever it is, I think dollar figures will cost them sure. I mean, depth it, in it other places. I think if depends. you if you pay them that much. It depends a lot on who isn't coming back. I mean, I gotta be honest. I think if they're bringing back D'Angelo Russell just in and of itself, it decreases the odds of bringing back Malik Beasley unless it's on a totally different. Well, team. I think with Beasley, for example, I think it's, I think they bring him back at 
mean, beyond the fact that it does mess with their flexibility a little bit, I just I think the the amount of if you bring back Beasley, it's almost surely, and I I don't think this is a bad idea by the way. You decline you decline the sixteen million dollar team option and see if he'd come back for two and twenty, or you know three and thirty with the third year, you know not like because he's you know I, I think there is a market for him, but I don't think the market is sixteen million dollars where. If you let him go, like he's going to turn around and get that money somewhere else. I think you might be able to bring him back. All I'm saying is, I think when you have whatever it is for LeBron, the forty something, and the you know the forty something for um, Anthony Davis, and you add thirty of that to, I think sacrifices from a financial standpoint will be coming somewhere else that would make me nervous. And that's a, I think if you if you get CP3, you do it at a mid level. Their, their taxpayer mid-level. Obviously, you see, you, you kick the tires and see if he'd be willing to come for a minimum. I don't think that's likely. But, you know, it's probably for that that taxpayer thing. And I think that is a good figure in terms of getting value for what he's going to bring you. So I'd be, I'd be an advocate for that. But like we talked about last week, I see him as a an and player. You you are doing everything else that you want to do, and then you add CP on on top of those things. I think if he is an or player, your choices are Chris Paul or D'Angelo Russell, and then like say you're letting some of the other depth go, or whatever might be whatever scenario. I don't like that because I think you're setting yourself up for major depth problems because you can't count on him to play more than 55 game next games next year. I mean, I, I'll be honest if. If the idea of Chris Paul bringing him in for $30 million would would start messing with the depth in the sense of who they'd be willing to pay for, then frankly, I have concerns that bringing back D'Angelo Russell in and of itself might start messing with it. Well, it could. I mean, I and, think but I, I think it would at 25, 26, 28. I don't think it would. But I, I think there's a, a line with Russell where they won't cross. I think there's a line with Rui that they won't cross. Sure. I But I'm just saying, like... It, if you're going to bring if you're going to bring in Chris Paul but then draw a redder line for Rui Hachimura then you're just you're just doing this wrong and you're not serious and and you start i would say this you start becoming concerned that this is as much a LeBron James decision in the way that you know we talked about the Russell Westbrook thing was not just LeBron and Anthony Davis like Rob Palinka was on board with that. Jeannie Buss was on board with that. Whether they were as enthusiastic about it as LeBron and AD doesn't matter. They did not going. They did not go into that thing kicking and screaming. You know, you you and I a couple of days ago we were talking with someone who is pretty looped into these things, and this person told us that LeBron does want Chris Paul, which is not yeah, no surprising. Question. They are very close and. Yeah. You know, if it would not be difficult to imagine the way this person was talking with us, a scenario where LeBron tells them, all right, you're not going to clear the decks and get me Kyrie. You are getting me Chris Paul then. Like you are going to figure out how to get Chris Paul here one way or the other. If doing that leads to cost cutting somewhere else, A, you're doing this wrong. B, I, I just want the LeBron era to end. <laughs> because no, I but I, I, because preferences I, I, I get are all that. in the way of roster building at that sure. point. Like, but that's, you're that's isn't that the concern? Like, isn't like until you say, look, there are there are now structural concerns that come I would just say if you're, I mean, I, but I'm, 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 let me finish. But like, 
there are structural concerns that come with the second apron and so on and so on and so on. But your basic concern of will they spend money? Will they cut corners in places um, during the LeBron era in ways that don't make sense is in fact a, a back of the mind, middle of the mind or front of the mind worry for a lot of fans up until the point where you see it's not. And I think sure. that the, the difference is it's a big difference between 30 million for Chris Paul and 20 million for, you know, for D'Angelo. If you're paying D'Angelo that $10 million, if your budget is somewhere in there, gets you two or three more million sure. for Rui, gets you two or three more million for someone else or whatever it might be, you know, in, in, in some kind of other thing. And so, that's the type of flexibility that I, I that I'd be concerned about. No, look, I just, I, 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 but my that's what I'm getting at. Like, I would worry that they will not actually the luxury tax payments, which would turn up an extra three or four million dollars for a Rui into like nineteen or twenty two or whatever these numbers multiply for, would prevent them from doing it. Yeah, that's I guess. I, no, I don't blame you for being concerned. I would just. I would like to think that they would recognize how short-sighted that is, especially after mm -hmm. everything you saw from the limitations of having that much tied into Russell Westbrook. To me, if you're willing to pay, if you're more willing to pay Chris Paul $30 million for a season than you are D'Angelo Russell, something in the 20s for however long that contract goes, mm -hmm. I question how you go about building rosters. I question what it is that you're actually valuing in your players. And again, I question if LeBron has too much sway over the roster because it just wouldn't make sense to me. Um, yeah. Well, yeah, that makes sense. To, it makes sense to me what you're saying. Um, we'll see here. Let's we'll try to get to the Rui stuff. Also some really interesting you know, framing numbers uh, for uh, from John Hollinger about D'Angelo Russell and what this stuff might look like over the offseason. Um, so we'll get to that stuff next. Locked on Lakers brought to you by Prize Picks and Laker fans. If you haven't signed up yet for Prize Picks, you are missing out on daily fantasy made easy. Also, the $1 million daily Superflex promotion for the remainder of the finals. So you better get on this because I think Denver's closing this thing out tonight. One Prize Picks user will win a chance of becoming a millionaire. One entry placed after 8 a.m. Eastern Standard Time will randomly be selected each day. And whoever placed that entry will be given a six pick flex with the following payouts. Six correct picks, million bucks, five correct picks, 80 grand, four correct picks, 16 grand. Full details can be found at pricepicks.com slash million. You must opt in at this link to be eligible for a million dollar entry. And once you opt in, all you have to do is just play the game like normal and you could be the lucky winner. PricePix offers more NBA props than any other DFS prop operator. They offer superstar players as well as bench players and just pick two to six players, predict whether they will notch more or less than the PricePix stats projections. And you can win up to 25 times your money. They offer projections on everything from MLB to cricket to just pick a sport. It is there. Use the award-winning app on both the App Store and Google Play. Andrews can be in 60 seconds or less. Save fast withdrawals. Download the PricePix app or go to pricepix.com. Sign up. Play daily fantasy sports. First-time users can receive a 100% instant deposit match up to 100 bucks with the promo code locked on. Again, don't forget the promo code locked on at the sign-up for the instant match. If you're not playing PricePix, you don't know what you're missing. Um, we, we, you know, we've been talking a lot about D'Lo, Andy. We've been talking a lot about Rui. One of these things might you know, go, uh, we'll, we'll bring back for Tuesday. Which, which do you want to get into? You got the Hollinger stuff kind of putting a price tag on D-Lo? Let's, or let's, stay, 
Let's let's stay in the D'Lo Chris okay. Paul conversation. We'll table Ruby. All right. So we'll get to you know if we don't get it to it today, we will and we might not. We'll probably get to it uh, tomorrow. That's fine. Yeah. So John Hollinger and is uh, you know over the athletic and he's got his uh, his formula. He calls it boards uh, with a dollar sign for the S. And uh, it's sort of a, a meant to be a projection of potential value on the free agent market. Um, and even Hollinger will tell you the point here isn't necessarily to argue about the 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 number that's attached to a free agent because the market plays out differently for different players and all that kind of stuff. But it is really interesting to see some of these relative values. And then particularly, Andy, it was interesting to me to see where a guy like Russell um, fits in the sort of hierarchy of available free agents because that to me gets to the real crux of the matter if you let him go what are you replacing him with yeah hollinger um had d'angelo russell's the seventh best free agent um heading out to market this offseason he had his board's value at nearly 27 million dollars per season said quote this high evaluation for russell may surprise some people but despite russell's shortcoming as a defender and a penetrator, few can match his skill level from middle distance and three-point line. Russell shot insanely well this season with a 54.8% mark from twos being notable for a guard who rarely gets the rim and his 39.6% from three was a career best. Russell was awful in the Western Conference Finals, but he was able to stay on the floor in the first two rounds versus John Morant and Steph Curry because of his shot making. Overall, he was 41st in offensive BPM box office uh, plus minus this season. Most of the guys in the top 40 are max or near max deals. And at 27, Russell's entering his prime. I get it. I get it if you're a bit underwhelmed by the idea of Russell in a high stakes postseason game, but the Lakers could do a lot worse than bring him back. I should note that his contract also offers sign and trade possibilities if the Lakers are looking for upgrades. Um, and, you know, and trade possibilities later in the year, uh, which yeah. is, I think, what most people. You know, and I think D'Angelo would get it too. You're signing a deal; it's two years, it's whatever, with an option for third, and like you're instantly on the trade block. That's I think this of is of course just he gets it. That's what his last contract right. was. But like <laughs> the point being, he is going to be forever in this situation. This is just you know, and at twenty something million dollars a year, it's you know, it's not perfect for him, but it's it's not coal mining so either. Those are. Uh, those are as first world as yes. first world problems get. And I think D'Lo would agree. Um, but it's it's like you know when you say seventh, it's it sounds maybe that sounds high to some people. Maybe it's not, I don't know, but it's it's behind Kyrie, who is the you know the the premier free agent on the market, James Harden, who would ne be next, um, Van Vliet in Toronto, and then you get to Porzingis. Um, in terms of value, uh, Miles Bridges, who has all kinds of and he's a restricted free agent with all kinds of uh, baggage, a player I would not want anywhere near my team um with the uh, you know the domestic violence and all that other stuff uh he is fifth and that is a major wild card in terms of what he does and then josh hart so you know it's it, it's there's not a lot there and by the time you get to like 9 10 11 you know you're talking about you know reeves is number 12 on this list gary trent is number 13 trey jones uh, your restricted free agent, young point guard in San, in San Antonio is fourteen. Jordan Clarkson's fifteen. Um, you know, really he's got not on the list at all, at all. Um, and so, you know, P, a guy like PJ Washington, restricted free agent. You know, it's 
it is a shallow class. And when you start to remove the restricted guys, like, you know, I, I, there are no signs that I've seen, for example, that Charlotte wouldn't bring PJ Washington back. Um, you know, restricted free agent Miles Bridges, who's to say? But, you know, Kobe White is on this list. He's a restricted free agent that the Bulls are probably going to bring back. Um, it's, if you, I, I know, and like Hollinger says, there's an enormous amount of frustration with Russell. But again, particularly when you look at a, you, the need for a regular season player and the need for the Lakers to have more shooting than they have. You know, the, the, the biggest thing that didn't work the way that they intended was adding the, the type of shooting between Beasley and Russell post-trade deadline. That didn't work mostly because Beasley didn't make a shot. But if you let Russell go, now you're really short on three-point shooting. You certainly don't want to count on Chris Paul to replace that. Well, um, you I leave mean, yourself with Austin Reeves and a fingers crossed that LeBron can hit threes. You also just start leaving yourself in a position where Chris Paul has to be on the floor more than yes. you might ideally want him to be out there because – Part of what would, and this is acknowledging that D'Angelo Russell has had injury concerns of his own, but he is at least younger. So if nothing else, it is it is easier to be more glass half full trying to picture him having a healthier season. The actuarial than, tables on D'Angelo Russell are more favorable. Right. Then, then Chris Paul, who will be 39 and has been increasingly having difficulty staying on the floor, particularly once you get to the postseason, which is the whole damn reason you would be bringing Chris Paul onto yeah. this team in the first place. But in a perfect world, what you want to be doing is building a roster that A, is really good, but B, has the ability to soak up some of the responsibilities for LeBron and Anthony Davis this season. So once the playoffs roll around, they can be as fresh as possible, you know, in the case of LeBron, however possible you think it can be for him at 39, 21 seasons in with a billion miles on the odometer. Like, it's going to be difficult no matter what, but if you have to also start pricing in, offsetting the minutes for Chris Paul, the whole thing just starts becoming more complicated. Like you said, if Chris Paul is going to be on this roster with D'Angelo Russell or with, I guess, mm -hmm. Dennis Schroeder, which I think is more complicated from a logistical standpoint, but who knows? I mean, just in terms of the way the salary cap breaks down, the limitations of what the right. Lakers can offer Schroeder and what Schroeder or, frankly, Chris Paul may command on the open market, I think it's going to be the scenario where the two of them are on the roster I think is the most difficult to make happen. We shall see. But – the more responsibility you put on Chris Paul's shoulders by virtue of roster construction, which could be a real possibility if you are signing trading Russell to Phoenix for Chris Paul, I think you are setting yourself up for a massive mistake. Yeah, and so and and, and you know, so that's the thing. You know, if you, if you get CP, it's got to be on one of the exceptions, or or you know, a, a, a veterans minimum, whatever it is. Um, and like you know, if you're and if you're gonna not have D'Lo, you need to replace. If you told me like, okay, you could swap out D'Lo for Gary Trent, sure, okay, fine, D'Lo can go. They don't need, they don't need the ball handling for Russell. It has some advantages. It comes in handy, but 
I, I, you know, Gary Trent is a good defensive player and, you know, and, and a good shooter. Sure. I see no earthly way they can do it, but that's the thing. Like you, you know, the only way you could do that would be a sign and trade with Toronto and Toronto's not taking D'Angelo back in a sign and trade. So like, that's, these are the problems with, with that. Like, you know, there is no replacement for Russell if they let him go. You either have to use Russell to replace Russell or keep Russell. And if you don't like him in six months, trade him then. Uh, but we'll keep we'll keep exploring this. We'll we'll get into the Rui stuff. Um, you know the numbers that Hollinger has out, and some of these other free agent names are interesting, and it's worth diving into it to try to see like, okay, who are some of the players that maybe yeah. might be available somewhere? So, and it's slim pickings. So we'll get to all that uh, through the week. Locked on Lakers on YouTube is where you can go to see the show and hang out, leave us questions. We do have a couple that we'll bring in we didn't get to today. We'll put that out back out on Cam Brothers, though. If you have some questions, we'll try to work them in over the course of the week. Good week for mailbags. Thanks again to CJ for my Bluey Hachimura t-shirt. We'll see everybody on Tuesday.